today's podcast here on Coffee and Bible Time. We're so happy to have you. Does anybody know it's the new year, 2021? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! That's Mentor Mama. I was going to introduce you. I have my wonderful mother here, also known as Mentor Mama, on our YouTube channel. I actually thought it was interesting. Some people said they found out about us from our podcast, so they actually have never seen our YouTube channel. If you've never watched our YouTube channel, it has the same name, Coffee and Bible Time. We also do have a vlog channel where me and my sister go semi-crazy and have a lot of fun and record it. So here's Mentor Mama. You want to say hi? Coffee Girls is the name of the vlog channel. Hey everybody, it's so good to be back with you in this new year. I hope and pray that each one of you that are listening will just be encouraged by our discussion today. I think it's just such a relevant topic for starting off the new year. And I'm going to let Taylor take the reins here. This could be dangerous, Mom. <laughs> Just kidding. But, you know, sometimes I do get a little nervous when I come to the microphone. Did I say that last time? I think I did. Um, anyways, so today's podcast um, episode, we're going to be talking about the new year. Why? Well, maybe because it is a new year and because now's a good time to set yourself up for success. I'm just going to say that now you you really should think about setting some sort of goals or having some sort of plan to set yourself on the trajectory that you want to go. I know that a lot of people struggled last year in 2020. Uh, it was very hard. It was very hard. I've seen a lot of things circulating around social media saying, forget 2020, pretend like it never happened, throw it away type thing. I actually feel like it's a good thing to reflect. Not, don't throw it away. But reflect personally where you were last year. And that's what we're going to just be guiding you through a little bit today, right? Because really what we want to do on this podcast is just ultimately encourage you to grow in your relationship with God. And a new year is a great way to start to do that. You know, you're motivated for it. Maybe 2020 was a hard year for you. Well, now's a great time wherever you're at, to just reflect with us and go on this process. Um, to start off, we obviously need to go in with the premise that our goal for you is to grow in your relationship with God. Now, right now I'm reading an amazing book. Um, it's by John Piper. It's called Don't Waste Your Life, which might honestly just be a motto for 2021. Don't waste 2021. Let this be a year for you to grow a year for you to truly become on fire if maybe 2020 got a little dull for you or heck if 2020 was going great at the end keep it up now there's a quote in his book where he um talks about the urgency and the prevalency Prevalency is probably the better word. Honestly, you guys, I just have to say this. Half the words that I say I don't technically know the definition for, but I just throw it out there because <laughs> it sounds really large and fancy. But um, John Piper talks about, you know, why don't I just say the quote? If there is only one life to live in this world, and if it is not to be wasted, nothing seems more important to me than finding out what God really meant in the Bible since he inspired men to write it. I'll say that again. If there is only one life to live in this world, 
and if it is not to be wasted, nothing seemed more important to me than finding out what God really meant in the Bible since he inspired men to write it. You guys, this is the cornerstone. The word of God is the cornerstone, the foundation of life for us. It's our way into seeing what God wanted for our lives. It's a way to see his purpose in his creation and his design in us and Without going into God's word, without really delving into it and seeing what God wrote in the Bible, we're missing out on everything. Ultimately, we we don't really truly know what our purpose is without going into God's word. If we want to know our biblical purpose in life and 2021, we want you to identify how you want to grow in your relationship with God. Obviously, there's so many areas of growth that you can have. Um, but specifically, we want to encourage you guys to delve into spiritual disciplines. Now, if you're like me, that word might be scary because discipline is something that I don't necessarily uh, <clears throat> have a lot of. Um my mother and my sister are very disciplined type A personalities. I've talked about this before. I have to burp. Hold on, let me pause this. Okay, I just burped and now I'm back on the show. Um, why why are spiritual disciplines important? Well, if spiritual disciplines are important because it's biblical. Number one, First Timothy four seven says. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wise tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly, or in other words, discipline yourself to be godly. Okay, spiritual disciplines are practices found within Scripture. They're not necessarily outside of Scripture. They're found literally in Scripture that promotes spiritual growth among believers in the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are habits of devotion and experiential Christianity that have been practiced by the people of God since biblical times. Now, that is a wonderful quote out of a spiritual disciplines book called Spiritual Disciplines of the Christian Life by Donald. What's his last name? Donald Whitney. Yep, Donald Whitney. It's a fantabulous book. Highly recommend you read it. You will be filled. Like if you guys read this book, you'll be filled with so many ideas on how to take your faith to the next level practically. Okay. So what are examples of spiritual disciplines? What do we mean by Jesus also participated in spiritual disciplines? Well, to start, some spiritual disciplines are practiced alone, such as journaling, solitude, fasting. You might incorporate some of those, like especially journaling in your life already. Other disciplines, though, are more done in fellowship with other believers, um, such as hearing God's word preached, possibly on a Sunday morning, um, participating in the Lord's Supper, Worship can be another one, um, but nonetheless, Jesus did participate in both. Um, and the purpose of practicing spiritual disciplines is for godliness, and it's also for us to become more like Jesus. Um, 
spiritual disciplines are activities. They're not attitudes. Um, disciplines are practices, not character qualities like fruits of the spirit. Um, the disciplines are things that you do. They're They're reading, meditating, praying, fasting, worshiping, things like that. Um, So if you want to know more spiritual disciplines, you could, of course, look that up because our big encouragement for you guys is this year to focus on spiritual discipline that you want to incorporate this year. Now, we have some ideas of some spiritual disciplines we want to share with you that we're planning on doing this year. Um, And I'll definitely pass the mic over to my mom for that. Um, But uh, definitely be thinking about a spiritual discipline that you want to do. This year, we want to be striving for godliness. We do not want to waste 2021. This is precious time. And God has things that he wants to say to you in his word. Okay. Um, So with that being said, you can pick a spiritual discipline that you want to focus on quarterly. Maybe you have four top that you want to do. You want to spend three solid months like really going in on them or possibly maybe you want to pick two. You want to go half the year on one, half the year on another. Um, Just whatever you do, definitely do it to the best of your ability. Don't go hog wild at first and get burnt out, but grow into it and pray and get into that, which praying is a spiritual discipline. Um, But yes, let me pass the mic over to my mom. All right, so I'm going to talk a little bit about, I guess, one of my uh, goals, at least coming up for this first quarter, and that is to continue to be devoted to prayer. And just to give you a little bit of background on that, one of the books that's really inspired me recently to pray fervently is this book. It's called Praying Your Prodigal Home by Richard Burr. And I'm suggesting to you that I want to pray more, but not because I want to try harder at praying. There is a difference. What I, my goal is to really learn how to release the prodigals in my life over to God so that I can experience freedom and that I can allow God to do what only he can do and not be weighted down by um, anxiety and fear and all of these things that I can't control. So I'm going to go about doing this by actually putting on my calendar my quiet time in the morning. And for me, that starts at 7 a.m. And one of the things that I've learned in the past as far as accomplishing goals is that it's so important to, once you make a goal, to actually have an action plan so that you know how you're going to achieve your goal. And so for me, that means putting it on my calendar. I have an alarm on my phone that I use and I try to make sure that I'm up and ready and have done things I need to do so that I can sit down and and devote some time to prayer and studying and reading the Bible. Tay, how about you? Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. 
In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. That's really interesting that you ask me because. I think that I have a very similar goal in mind. Mine was to become disciplined in prayer as well. That's actually something that I wrote down. Um, On New Year's Eve, I wrote down a list of just kind of semi-bucket list things that I wanted to do for fun. But I also had important things on there faith-wise for me, which would be like tithing. Um, Making sure that I tithe every month on time, which I have not been the best at and. Uh, that's definitely something that I wanted to improve on. Just have the right posture towards tithing for, with God. But also, on the other hand, prayer is something that I said that I wanted to do. And my action steps and my goal for that was similar to what I talked about in last week's podcast, which was to pray every single morning and night before I go to bed or before I get up start getting going for my day. Ooh, tongue tight, twister. Um, yeah. So typically I have like a yoga mat that I have right out of my bed. So, um, like when I'm getting up in the morning, I'll just go down right to my knees and I'll pray to God and commit my day in that way, kind of reflecting also on how my day was the day before and how I want things to change for the coming day. Or if it's the night, then I'll get on my knees at night and just reflect to God again, just in repentance of, you know, the sin areas that I felt convicted by during the day and also just praying and giving him my anxieties that I had instead of holding on to them and feeling a burden and just asking for him to shoulder them with me. And just ultimately I've found, cause I've been doing this before the new year started. I found that, um, my relationship with God is stronger. I'm communing with him more throughout the day. Um, I'm seeing the little blessings in my life more, but I'm also seeing a lot of the areas in which I'm falling short way more. Um, I've been seeing how prideful I am this year, which has definitely been something that I wasn't used to because I wasn't committed to praying that God would help sharpen me and help turn me into a new person. Um, and since I've started doing that, I've been seeing a lot of the different areas in my life where I'm talking back to people, where I think I'm better than them, or generally where I'm just so focused on myself that it's, it is pride and pride does become an idol, which kind of leads me into the last thing that I wanted to talk about with you guys. But before we go into that really quick, yes, I encourage you guys to get into spiritual disciplines. I encourage you guys to look up spiritual disciplines found in the Bible And I encourage you guys to pick one, to pick two, and to focus on them. Um, We have an amazing tool called, we have two amazing tools, really. They're prayer journal and a prayer binder. And 
that has been um, without a doubt in and out of our every single day lives and our prayer lives where that has been a tool that's been able to help us really succeed in these spiritual disciplines. You don't need a prayer binder. You don't need a prayer journal to do the discipline of prayer, but it helps so much in order to write things out. Um, it helps you focus better. Um, and yes, my mom, mentor mama did make our newest prayer binder. Um, we had a little bit of a shipping delay, but it should be coming in soon. And that's a really exciting product. And also our prayer journal is on our website right now. One of the things I want to mention about the prayer binder is that um, this is a product that I've been using myself, uh, another version of it, but very similar for the last 18 years. And I have sort of uh, gone through actually several of these and I keep rubber banding together. I take pages out and save them separately, but someday I want to be able to give each of my kids their sections so that they can look back and see all the things that we've prayed for and how God has been so faithful. Maybe he didn't always answer every prayer the way we thought he would, but we can see his faithfulness and how it was answered. And Ashley and I had a lot of fun doing that recently where um, I pulled out some older pages and it had really cute pictures of her when she was little and we even back then, when they're little, all the things that you pray for, we saw fruition. So that's kind of a neat aspect of putting your prayers in writing. But uh, I totally agree with you, Tay, that it's certainly not a, not a necessity. And one of the things um, that I enjoy doing and learned about very um, early on in my Christian walk was something called breath prayers. And that's just praying, keeping God at the the center of your heart and mind throughout the day and just throwing up prayers to God throughout the day before you need to um, answer an important question or make big decisions or even little decisions, um, just lifting a quick prayer up to God. So it can definitely, they don't always have to be written down. It's something that you can do all the time. I completely agree with that. Um, so last thing that we wanted to say, last thing that we wanted to encourage you guys to do. If you remember at the beginning of the podcast, we said 2020, let's not take it a look at it and say, we're going to throw it away, burn it, pretend like it never happened. 2020 never existed. 2020 was a hard year and we recognize that. So instead of focusing on the things that were likely out of your control, we want you guys to identify, write down, and truly look at um, some of the pitfalls that you found yourself in, the things that you were in control of. Um, specifically, write down some of the idols that you felt were strongly present in 2020 for you. Um, something that is really easy to forget going into the new year is reflection. And that's because you're so excited for the new year that you're just like, I just want something new. It's going to be so great. You're projecting all these great thoughts. Um, but then you leave all 
all of the previous year up for no discussion. And when we look back and see our actions, see our heart attitudes, um, maybe talk to other people, you can really learn to reflect and see the areas, the idols, and the things that you really want to improve on for the new year. And idols can be hard. And what we mean by idols is just things that you placed in front of God in oftentimes in your life. Um, idols can look different for each and every one of us. Um, a lot of people have similar idols. Um, personally for me, I found that one of my biggest idols for 2020 was myself. And I'd never really thought of myself as an idol until I realized how much I had an obsession with, um, my image and how I looked and how I, how I viewed myself, my body, my voice, anything you name it about myself was, became an obsession. It became something that I thought of more than God. It became things that I meditated on more than God. It became the forefront of what I would do in the morning is sometimes I would even get out of bed and I would have my phone by me and I just turn on the camera and look at myself. It was like things that are just like, you don't even realize how, how in depth you can be in idols. Obviously technology can be one. There's 101 idols that people can have. And what we want you to do moving forward before this new year is to identify and write down pitfalls that you had from 2020. Maybe you can't think of some that you had. Well, let me tell you this. We humans have a big blind spot for our weakness areas in our lives, but our family members do not. Okay, they can really just see a lot of the idols that you struggled with, a lot of your character flaws, and they can help you identify ways that you can improve. Um, mentor Mama, what were some pitfalls or some areas that you want to improve on this year? For me, what I really realized I was falling into an area sort of deception was this past year, I have to say, like, was kind of lonely for me because I'm more like I really love being around people and I noticed that since I was feeling so isolated um, I've been staying home pretty much th through the whole pandemic just very going out very occasionally and so I've been lonely and I've been turning that loneliness into Things like online shopping, that has been something that I really struggled with. Like, I feel like it's like, I don't know, it's it's weird. It's like a companion. I just love going on there, scrolling and looking at everything. So I definitely feel like I could have been working on a spiritual discipline instead of shopping. I do know that when I invest my time, when I am maybe lonely or just no one's here except for me, um, if I do pick up like one of my Bible studies or some other type of Christian book, reading the Bible, that I do find that so much more fulfilling. And so I feel like that's something I really want to challenge myself like going into this year is to say, okay, when I'm headed towards my device to do online shopping, one, do I really need that item? Is it a need or a want? 
and then to what else could I be doing instead of doing that? So how about you, Tay? Yeah, I think what you said really hit it on the head. You know, spiritual disciplines and looking and really looking back and trying to be a better person from who you were in 2020, working on spiritual disciplines, it's not to gain favor in the sight of God. It The reason why we do spiritual disciplines is because we want to be more godly. We want to grow in our relationship with Christ. And like you say, Mentor Mama, the spiritual disciplines, growing close to God, these are things that are all 10,000 times more fulfilling than the idols that we've had or the things that we were obsessed with, the things that we turn to in times of comfort instead of God. The going to God, reading your Bible, meditating, praying, worshiping, listening to church on Sunday morning, all these things are ways that you can be filled and renewed with the spirit. And it ultimately will be more fulfilling for you. And I just have to say that in, in the culture that we live in, it's a very fast paced, very, you can get what you need and you can get it in the snap of your fingers and our idols, our devices, um, Amazon shopping, um, looking in the mirror at yourself. All these things are things that we can do in a snap of our fingers to, to get a little sense of happiness, a little sense of you think you're going to be fulfilled. It's all things that we turn to in times of comfort because it's fast. It's easy. We get that dopamine rush when in the end, did it fulfill us? No, it, it, it really did not. It ultimately deters us away from what will ultimately fill us. And doing the spiritual disciplines for a lot of us is going to be an uphill battle because these oftentimes are not things that are quick fixes. Reading your Bible, praying, these are not things that are meant to be quick fixes. It's called a discipline for a reason. You're training yourself for godliness, like it says in First Timothy. And if anybody knows about training... It's training is not a one once a week thing. Training is a if you are really, you know, giving your best effort, it's something that you're going to be doing intensely for a long time. And for a lot of people, their whole lives, they train for things. And for us Christians, our life, we're training for godliness. And 2021 can be the start of that for you. Um, an important thing of that is reflection, looking back at your, at your pitfalls, your idols, so that you know, okay, I'm not going to turn to these things in 2021. And then you can instead replace it with a spiritual discipline that can help reinforce you grow your muscles in your faith. And ultimately, this is going to be more fulfilling for you guys. And you can consciously make an effort. We, we are not in control of whatever is going to happen in 2021. What's going to happen is going to happen. But what you do have control over is your relationship with God and putting in a, an effort to really try to become more like Jesus going for these spiritual disciplines. Please be encouraged that you will be more fulfilled by doing these things. And God is going to bless you if he sees that your heart is in the right place and trying to do these things. You don't have to do them in order to gain favor for God. Okay, you're doing it because you want to be more godly. You want to look more like him. And ultimately, you want to be in God's will and, 
and God's will for you is to look more like him and live your life for him. So please be encouraged, you guys, about spiritual disciplines. Let's not waste 2021. We're here with you. We have a lot of pitfalls ourselves, but we're very excited for this new year and to be with you. Amen. We we hope you guys are off to a great start for 2021 already. Take take it one day at a time and keep God front and center. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week on the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. Bye.